This is Radio Maria, and this is Culture Tuesday. Thanks for joining me and Father Toby today on March 1st. Hello, Father Toby. Hi, Helena. Father Toby. Hello, listen. Hello, hello. Happy St. David's Day. Uh, is there any Welsh in your background? Um, not that I'm aware of. Uh, <laughs> but I was very happy that England beat Wales um, in the rugby on Saturday. I know that's not a great thing to say on St. David's Day, but I am. Was it a good match or was it like, eh? Uh, well, I only saw the first half. Uh, but you know, some of the rugby was quite entertaining. England weren't as clinical as I would have liked. Uh, <laughs> but our prior in Oxford is um is is Welsh and so I need to need to send him um some form of a loving but abusive message. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh I love how you as a community you've got fam you kinda have an extended family beyond your family as well and you can have those lovely comments and <laughs> and niggles. So for listeners out there, a happy feast day of Saint David. Is it a dragon? For the fa- it's a dragon on the Welsh banner. Is that right? Yeah. yeah there you go. Oh, yeah. Another dragon. I love dragons. I, I dinosaurs. But that's that's because I'm <laughs> that's because I'm silly. Let's get to the point, though, Father Toby. I am running the half marathon this Sunday. So is your good friend, Laura, who uh, does sport and faith with you. Ooh, she'll be sore on Monday's program after such a run. But so we've both been training and I was thinking, oh, yes, yes. No, just good that you've been training. (laughs) Thank goodness, thank goodness. And I've been training, but during the training, I was thinking... Through this training, I'm not only preparing my body for running a grueling 13.1 miles. It's not much. (laughs) Don't worry, everybody. I'm going to be fine. um, To getting the body ready, getting the feet ready. But it's also about getting the mind ready about what to do for that long of a time, what to think about, what to concentrate on. And... I I know this isn't a new idea, but as we're also going into Lent starting tomorrow, perhaps that's also a way that we are preparing our body and mind and soul for Easter. What do you think? Shall I write a book about it, Father Toby? (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, you definitely should. Um, You should should also also buy some ASICS trainers because there are... Their branding fits in very much with with what you were saying. I don't know if you know the brand Asics. I do know, but how does it fit in that 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 you've you've conf- confounded? Uh, ASICS is um an acronym that stands for Anima Sana Incorporate Sana. Um, so you know, healthy in uh healthy in the soul, um healthy in the body. Oh, I didn't know that. Acknowledging that the two are the two are um, not not divisible. Oh, I like that. I I might actually this might give me an. I can't get new shoes yet though because I've been practicing in my shoes now, and it would be probably not the best idea to change shoes the week before, less than a week before. So, but afterwards, I think I need new ones. So I'll go. I'll check out Essex. 
yeah i don't actually have asics trainers but i do like what their name stands for have you ever done um any long races father toby i've done the london marathon once whoa that's a whole different experience in cambridge i mean it don't cambridge i love you i'm not going to knock you down uh, you've got the people cheering you've got the the it's flat which is beautiful you've got the lovely colleges that you get to run amongst but london is a different beast you've you've got hills is that right don't you have to go over a couple of bridges uh yeah you run over over tower bridge is it um, hilly or is it flat it's 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 flattish like it's not it's not particularly hilly i think um the bit when you're the first half of the race when you're south of the river i think you have a a few hills um the the final half of the race north of the river um there's not not a great deal of up and down and then there's the fans Oh, the fans! The, the crowd, the crowd. Are, are amazing. So before before I did the London Marathon, I'd never. I used to watch it on TV, but I'd never been out and uh, and supported. But every year after I'd done the London Marathon, just having 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 been helped so much by the crowds and the and the the, the generosity and the massive lift that they give you, I would um, I'd I'd go out and uh, I would cheer like a cheer like a madman uh, i remember once one of the security guards saying to me you know a lot of people in this race and i was like i don't know any of them um, <laughs> i'm just the, the the sort of crowds are so helpful and the, the best tip somebody gave me before the marathon was to um to to write your name on your on your shirt um because then people when they cheer, they'll call they'll call out your name, and and this man said to me, "That's very very powerful." And there is something powerful about somebody knowing your name, and when they should cheer you personally, as a sort of as opposed to a sort of generic woohoo, go on, um, it actually gives you a, a real big lift. So that would be my top tip. If you haven't already got your shirt, write write it on with a with a um, with a marker pen, and uh, and people will cheer even more for you. That's a really good point. I haven't. Um, Laura and I are getting our shirts, I think, on Friday. So maybe we should have like a writing our name on the shirts ceremony. <laughs> and then, well, I realized yeah. on Sunday that so we're we're both ra we're going to both run for Radio Maria England. And on the back of our shirt is um, it says, when things go wrong, run to mum. <laughs> and there's a nice little image of, <laughs> of Mary. And um when I run, though, when I've been training, I have a book sack on, like a little running sack with the water in it. And I realized on Saturday, I thought, oh, no, I can't wear this during the race because no one will see my amazing back. So now I'm going to, I think I figured out I'll have a, a sport belt and that's where I'll keep some of my water. See, because you got to see the back. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yay. That's really so good. I've got my to-do list. Right name on the shirt. Excellent. Excellent. 
And I believe I was listening to some of your sport and faith programs, uh, catching up on the podcast. For those of you that haven't listened in, you can listen on the Radio Maria England podcast channel, which is on Spotify, Apple Play, Google Play. And you guys were talking about, uh, while running and training, the idea of praying uh, the rosary may not work so well. Uh, And I tried that on Sunday, no, Saturday, especially because I was... Ukraine was on my mind, and it, it it was really tricky. Father Toby, do you want to explain why? Because I think you were the one that said, "Oh, the rosary is a bit tricky to do while running and training." Yeah, it just requires a bit too much concentration, more 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 than I'm capable of. Maybe, maybe the sort of women out there better at multitasking than the than the men might have more success, but um, but yeah, I I can't really uh, manage it. And uh, and I don't really like and if if I you know, if I try having with beads I don't really like having something in my hands whilst I'm running it just it doesn't uh, yeah it's it's not for me I I can kind of I think my uh, my my sort of prayer when running more is just one of a thanksgiving for the Aww. the experience of running and 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 being able to run and uh, and an appreciation of the of the sort of the beauty that that I'm that I'm running it. Oh, I like that. I'll try that. Yeah, the beads definitely wouldn't work and I was trying to count on my fingers and then I was really like focusing it just it it didn't work. It didn't work. Um I did the two times before I listened to the rosary while running, but I feel like I was cheating. <laughs> so I did an extra, I did an extra five decades when I got home. Cause like, I just feel like I was really, it was, if anything, it was, I felt like I was being disrespectful. <laughs> so I was like, okay, okay, okay. But Laura suggested uh, listening to podcasts. Um, so listeners, what better podcast can you have on your journey than Radio Maria England? So do subscribe, follow, and like. But let's get to this main point, though. Training. You've, you've got to, you can't just go into a race, uh, a football match, a rugby game without preparing yourselves body mind and soul we know this we we all can relate to it so father toby can you tell us how we can train per se during lent to prepare for easter yeah well i think the the idea of that training is a is is really really useful because you know why why do we why do we train well normally we we train because we have we have some goal we have something that that we're that we're trying to do, um, and we realise that as we are currently, we we can't we can't do it now, um, but we would like to be able to to do it in the in the future, um, and so sort of training requires both self self knowledge and awareness of our current limitations, um, and awareness of of who I who I could be, who I want to be, and uh, and and an idea that that I can't just simply decide okay i'm i'm going to run a marathon um tomorrow uh and then just do it and the, you know training acknowledges in the self the self-knowledge you know requ- requires knowing yeah i could i could potentially do this but in order to do it i will first have to learn to run five miles then 10 miles then 15 then 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 20 and and so on and therefore i'm going to have to subordinate some of my 
sort of current desires, some of the things I want to do in order to train, um, in order to, to reach, reach this goal. Um, and so, yeah, the sort of the training, the training for sport and the training required for the, the spiritual life are, are pretty similar and, uh, and are each a, a sort of a, a good preparation for, for the other. What do you think our our goal is at Easter? Self-knowledge, awareness of what we want to be. I guess uh, for me, maybe this Easter, I I want I, I think I I want to be. I don't know if this is right, but for me, I think I want my family to be um, a bit more knowledgeable about what is so special about the resurrection, what the sacrifice. Uh, our Lord did for us. I think, and I guess it's easy for me to say that because I've got a three-year-old, a seven-year-old and a nine-year-old. So they're all still kind of muddy. And I think, is that, is that a good goal? Did, or is that kind of not as, should it be more inner? Yeah, obviously it's good, well, like the, 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 the ultimate goal is obviously sal- salvation. Um, and becoming, becoming Christ-like is, is the way we attain our salvation. But, um, Obviously, all of all of us, you know, part part of the preparation for Lent, part of um, what we should be doing today, if we've not already been been doing it in preparation for the beginning of Lent, is is looking, you know, where where am I where am I falling short in in following Christ in my life, and and what needs to what needs what needs to change? Um, what do I need to do more of? What do I need to do? less less of so obviously you're training for the half marathon like one of the very obvious things that you uh you need to do in order to be able to run the half marathon is to do more running and so for many of us the the kind of the spiritual equivalent would be like if i want to deepen my relationship with christ then yeah i, I need to spend more time in prayer um, i need to spend more time with the with with the scriptures um but also there will be some things which we know sort of hold hold us back. So it's not the training for the um, for the half marathon or marathon isn't simply a case of just doing more running. It might also be a recognition that you know, at the, the, the weight I'm currently at is is holding is holding me holding me back um, from from reaching my goals or my diet is 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 unhealthy and i need to start eating better food in order to energize myself for the run so it might be like well i need to cut back on the the cakes i need to cut back on the on the fat the snacks and and we do that not because the the, the cakes or the snacks are sort of a bad per se but because actually they're not helping me reach this goal which i've decided is 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 bigger um, and is and is more and is more important to me. And so, just as there will be things that we we take up during Lent, um, there will probably also be something some things that, that that we need to to sacrifice. And there'll be some things that some of us need to sort of sacrifice permanently in our lives. Like you know, we shouldn't anything you know sinful behaviors. We shouldn't say, well, I'm just going to give that up for Lent. Obviously, we need to give that up for forever. But Lent can be a time to to focus on uh, on giving up the you know sim- sinful behaviours with the help of the grace of God and more more prayer, um, but also maybe giving up something which isn't sinful per se, but but actually 
just helps us to to, to moderate our our desires and to say god i'm giving up this good thing for you because you you are better than any any other thing um and i, and I want to show you that as a as a sign of, as a sign of my love I see, I see. Okay, okay. So this is, I'm going to readjust my goal now that, uh, now that, <laughs> now that I've been learned by Father Toby. I think it's, I think it's, I don't feel like I am, <laughs> this is not confession time for Radio Maria, but it's for, to adjust my, uh, I think, I've, I, to be more Christ-like in my mothering. I think that's where I need to focus my goal on. And so... We were going to, I was going to give up something for my abstinence uh, in, in something like chocolate or something. But I think now that what you said, I think what I need to, to align the sacrifice with reaching my goal, I think it's probably I need to get uh, off of social media when I'm at home. I, 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 as part of my job, I need to, to, to be a part of it but i think at home i need to set that aside so that i can be more aware and more available to my children is that going along with the right training you're talking about father toby i think so um and i think uh i think a lot of people will give up chocolate give up crisps this stuff for for lent and they'll just do that in a rather sort of mindless way because it's hey you know like this is what people do at length they they give up they give up chocolate they give up sweets and and there's there's nothing wrong with that but um but we we should try and be in, in intentional and think about well why am why am why am i doing this how is this let is just uh the time of year when catholics diet hmm. um is about you know something something more more than that and so I think for an enormous number of people, the uh, the thing that that needs to change during Lent, and then hopefully that they see the the fruits of it and the better way of being, having given up, is is going to be a uh, their relationship with um with their phone, um, because what what we give our attention to um, really sort of manifests what we what we love, and if we're in the if we're in the presence people who we claim to love um but we're constantly giving our attention to our to our phone then the kind of the love that we proclaim to have for the people transpires to be sort of notional rather than actual and what we're actually loving because we're giving our attention to it it's you know it's the is the phone is the little sort of dopamine hits i get from seeing likes updates and things and, and i know i know from my own experience that i I gave up social media. Um, maybe it was Lent last last year or, or some sometime be, before that, and uh, and my life is sort of better better for it. Um, you know, there are great things about social media, but overall, I I know in my situation, I'm 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 be better off with without it. Oh. Good, good. All right, all right. So we're on, we're on the way. Oh, we're on the way. Um, one of our, one of our lovely. Well... Oh, sorry, yes? just one picking up about what you what you said about though helping your children grow in in knowledge of the resurrection. That is a that that is a, a really good thing because that sort of shows a kind of a bit of bit of knowledge about our family, and whilst the kind of the ultimate goal is to grow closer in union with God we need to sort of know well 
what are the what are the areas like what are the concrete things that I can do in order to achieve that goal and so some of us can be um more sort of head people um and others of us might be sort of more in the in 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 the heart and so if we're somebody who spends all our time like reading books about um prayer um or reading books about the theology of faith but never actually praying then we need to recognize okay well I need to I need to allow what I'm reading to transform my heart such that I actually desire to spend time in prayer, time in union with God. Um, but if we're the sort of person who always just prays and says, oh, you know, I don't need to, I don't need to know more or that, well, we, we do because we need to, if, if, we, if we truly love someone, then we want to know everything uh, about them. And we also want to be able to tell other people uh, about them. Um, and so if we never actually sort of feeding ourselves intellectually then we're not using one of the gifts that god gave us and we're not we're not going to be able to 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 share the the good the good news as as effectively and persuasively about him um so having a little concrete goal like i want my family to to know more about the resurrection is a great idea yes yes you heard it guys father toby approves i got a little tick list off that Um, Father Toby, is there any, uh, some people do the stations of the cross during, <clears throat> during Lent as uh, part of their training? I guess in a way, this is walking, that's taking that same journey with Christ, those final hours of his time uh, before his crucifixion, crucifixion, before he's crucified is such a, a powerful way to journey with him and and be a part of that crowd be alongside mary be alongside oh my mind is going blank is it simon that helps him on the yes there we go there we go uh being alongside those people that were in the journey as well taking up the cross as well and walking journeying with christ that is such a good training tool that don't wait till good friday to do it because each time you do the stations of the cross say the stations of the cross by yourself or with a group something new will pop out at you i think yeah i love stations of the cross and uh it's when we used to do them as sort of student brothers in 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 oxford um, it was it was interesting to see how uh, some sort of uh, Catholics would would bring along their their non-Catholic friends to stations because it was a it was a way of of bringing them into a Catholic church for something that that wasn't sort of mass and so didn't feel as sort of obvious as as obviously I'm trying to make you Catholic, um, and uh, and was also something that you know if you're not a Catholic then you. You can't participate as fully in the mass as a, as a Catholic because you won't can't receive communion. Whereas stations, you can fully participate in that. It also helps show some of our, you know, other Christian brethren that the the the, the, the fully scriptural basis of, of some of our Catholic of our Catholic devotions. And yeah, a lot of non-Catholics used to used to find it really really beautiful because most other sort of Christian denominations don't don't do stations. No, they're also beautiful in of themselves. 
at Our Lady of English Martyrs yeah. in Cambridge, they are at this perfect level, and there's like a little bench underneath it. There's a perfect level where the children can like stand up and touch them, which I'm not listeners don't go out touching them but maybe i don't know my kids do it all the time but you can actually touch jesus's leg you can touch his feet you can touch the um soldier's feet and for for i'm I'm a very tactile person as well so i love the idea of having to be able to touch it but also going to the different churches i get it i am blessed to go visit it's amazing to see how the artists choose to see it. What can I find amongst the pictures? What is Jesus's face doing each time? Where is he looking? Oh, that's something to listeners. If you're looking at the Stations of the Cross, really take in where Jesus is looking. Because those moments where he is looking out at you. Oh, that is a, that's a big, powerful moments in the stations. Do you have any, do you have any, you're, you're the rosary shrine has some beautiful because you have the whole sorrowful mysteries, uh, chapel. Yeah, but we've, we've also got, um, beautiful paintings of the stations of the cross, uh, which we had sort of, um, uh, restored, uh, recently. They're, they're really, really beautiful. Um, and we're very fortunate, you know, that with the, with the size of the of the church, we can you know have proper sort of stational sort of processions going round with a with a decent number of people and and you do actually get that sense of really sort of walking the the, the via crucis. So um, yeah, I I love stations in our uh, in our church. Probably mm. my favourite stations anywhere though are are ones in uh, Blackfriars in Oxford, um, which are which were done by one of the friars, Father Aylward Whitaker, and people think that they were probably the the inspiration for um for Tolkien when in when he was uh first in, envisaging the the orcs because the uh the friar who did these stations he he paint he what well, he they're um not painted they're um they're sort of friezes but he uh. He shows all the Roman soldiers as kind of sort of orc. What what now to us are obviously orcs. Mm. I didn't think there would have been the name point because they predate the orcs. But showing how sin sort of disfigures and makes us less less than less than human. Um and uh, and yeah, they're really really amazing to 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 to, to pray in front of. Okay, you, uh, I need to take a little pilgrimage to Oxford, though, d- during Lent now. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much, Father Toby. Any final suggestions to our listeners that are going to be training this Lent? Be, be, be realistic. Um, know, know where you are now and know that, uh, you know, that don't, don't set yourself up to to do something which is just you're just never going to manage and that you're inevitably just going to keep keep on keep on failing at um but at the same time on the flip side you know do do challenge yourself and if you if you do fall just as we remember when um you know when jesus is uh when we're when praying the stations of the cross you know as we think jesus just falls for the first time jesus falls for the second time like you know remember he, he he gets up and he asks us to to get up with him so just because you you fail in your one of your lenten resolutions once um don't don't despair 
don't give up. Uh, if, if the way that you've fallen is sinful, get to get to confession as soon as possible. Um, you know, let that let that healing grace, let that strengthening grace um, come into you. Uh, but you know, recognize we're we're, we're on a we're on a journey, um, and uh, and sometimes we just need to take baby steps. Amen, amen. And do remember, if listeners, if your goal is to become more Christ-like, maybe the first step is taking that time and being with Christ and listening, because that's uh, some of the best parts of the Bible that I'm reading now uh, is is just being with. God and listening so that 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 in itself you need practice with oh thank you so much father Toby would you mind up ending our program with a prayer and praying for our listeners absolutely Lord we thank you for the the gift of of your church we thank you for the the gift of the 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 liturgical seasons that that you that you give us and we thank you especially for this time of Lent as as we all as a church come together and strive to to live day by day ever more in a in accord with your will to be transformed ever more by your by your love and so we ask Lord that you you grant us courage we ask that you you grant us humility so that this time of Lent might be a time of real growth uh, a time of coming closer to you, becoming more like your your son, um, and in particular, as we as we make our small sacrifices this Lent, we we pray for all the all the people of Ukraine. Um, we pray for them as they, in a very tangible way, live out live out the passion. And we pray for all those families who've been separated. Um, and we also pray for for all those who are who are helping the the now refugees from from Ukraine. But we pray that that families might be reunited soon, and that Ukrainians might live in peace and liberty once more. And we ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. God bless Father Toby. God bless you. Bye bye.